Heather. And Ramsey. Uh, we decided to pop a Patreon episode over here on the main feed to give you a little taste of what you're missing over there. Popping a Patreon. <laughs> That's really it. We're just going to play the episode. But if you like what you hear, jump on over to patreon.com backslash if you're listening and check it out. And if you don't like what you hear, why are you listening to our show? It's the exact yeah, same thing. it's the same thing. <laughs> it's a waste of your time. You weirdo. <laughs> Enjoy, weirdo. Bye. I mean, not by. Here's an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's the If You're Listening Bonus Zone Year End Review, starring Heather Hines, Sonny and Cher, Stan Freeberg, uh, and Ramsey S. Hi, I'm Ramsey. I love how you came up with multiple, I assume, celebrities that I don't know. I was despite there being a slew of celebrities I do know. <laughs> in my head this is specifically happening in the nineteen seventies, and so I was mm. trying to go with era appropriate. Uh I mean maybe your year end wrap up. <laughs> not mine. That is uh honestly not my favorite decade at all. Uh That's pretty fair. pretty low on the decades I would choose to live in. The seventies? Why is it so low? I don't know. There's a uh, bad not- style. Bad style. There's nothing in the popular culture that I'm really excited to see firsthand. Um, kind of just a malaise in terms of what's going on in terms of the American consciousness, I guess. What what decade would you want to live in? I would guess 50s. I was going to say 50s would be pretty sweet. Um, and then the 2050s. In the future? Yeah, why not? I mean, you'll probably live in them, right? Nope. Oh, that's 30 years from now. Yeah, you probably won't. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, that's possible. It's 30 years from now. Not with what I got planned. Uh, how about you, Heather? <laughs> <laughs> what, um, Fuck. what decade for you? Honestly, I think I was bored at the right time. Ooh, good answer. Sorry, I said I was going to stop eating trail mix, and I, I lied. <laughs> You're using both hands to shovel it in now. <laughs> I literally had the bowl on camera <laughs> eating this fucking banana trail mix. You, you put it more in your mouth after time. You're still eating. You're actively eating. Ah, I was I making a, a joke about you using both hands, but it, you're still doing I had, um, I had avocado toast for lunch. Now. It did not keep me full. Anyways. Um, Classic no, millennial. Actually, you were born in the right era. <laughs> yeah, that's why I can't buy a house. Yep. Because I was born in the right era because I love avocado toast. That's right. Um. But no, I really do, because, like, I love 90s shit. Mm-hmm. I was alive for all of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I actually think I was born at the right time. Would you ever consider getting a tattoo of the All That logo? No. Okay. I did just watch, like, a 20-person part deep dive on TikTok about Amanda Bynes, though, so. Oh. Is she okay? Yeah. I'm, the last I heard about her, she wasn't great. Doing better. Doing okay. better. Good. Uh, the the bakery that she did lock herself in the bathroom in was next to my office when I did my, my old office when it happened and I did work there. Or no, I did. Ugh. She locked herself in the bathroom of a bakery. It was next to my old office when I did work there, and it was the kerfuffle of the day because we went to that bakery constantly. Hmm. Is it is it she who licked a donut or was that Selena Gomez? What? Somebody. <laughs> Licked a donut and said something about America. I don't think it was Amanda Bynes because it was at Little Cupcake Bake Shop, which I don't even think has donuts. Good banana pudding, though. It was Ariana Grande. She licked a donut? I just, I googled 
I can't wait to tell you what I just Googled. Please do. Licked a donut. And the first thing is a YouTube review. Uh, YouTube. Ariana Grande licks a donut in viral security camera video. Hmm. Well, I mean, related, because I'm pretty sure the show that Ariana Grande came up on and uh, the shows Amanda Bynes came up on had the same predator on both of them. So, you know. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm not Dark. sure who you're talking about, but that's not good. I forgot his name. He was like the showrunner for like a bunch of Nickelodeon shows. I, it's oh. it's like allegedly, 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 unless it's actually proven. I just actually don't know. But yeah, like an actual like predator on all these Nickelodeon shows hmm. with all these young girls. We love it. We don't. We fucking hate it. Well, it's the end of the year. And... Ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this took a fucking dark turn for the Patreon. I'm sorry. I'm the one who insisted they were dying very soon, so uh, I may have set us off on the wrong path. You know, it's been a year. It's been a year. I think we've I think we've done this before, where we've recapped our year. You know, our Spotify wrapped. Um, we definitely compared, have. contrasted, etc. I mean, I can see Ramsey's, and you guys can all probably honestly guess what mine is because you have a year's worth of podcasts about it, but um, <laughs> this is going to be a journey, I think. It's definitely going to be eclectic. Yeah. I won't lie and say that my choices will be in any way similar to what you're going to play today, but <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think there's anything distasteful here. Well, I'm also seeing a lot less soundtracks than I feel like the last time we did this. The last I I just re-listened to last year's just to make sure there wasn't any overlap. And uh, at one point, there's just a straight up uh, classical music piece from Phoebe Waller Bridger's sister that I forgot about. We've got none of those. Oh, by the way, did you know Timothy Chalamet's sister is in that new show, Sex Lives of College Girls? I didn't know he had a sister. Me either. Does <laughs> she have similar siblings, hair? No. She just okay. has straight brown, straight brown hair. She kind of, kind of has boring hair. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of his hair. Yeah, I guess he got all the hair genes. Guess so. Anyways, great <laughs> show. Everyone should watch it. It's really cute. I finished it in one weekend. Wow. <laughs> I didn't really watch anything else all weekend except Succession. Um, uh, to be fair, I did the same with Saturday Morning Cartoon All Stars. In terms of Succession, we're dating when we're recording this episode, but that's fine. That's fine. It, yeah, it's fine. Uh, if I mean, if anyone thinks we're recording this on December 23rd, anyways, they're out of their minds. <laughs> um, I am with my family drinking eggnog probably already. I'm probably frantically packing because I'm leaving to be Today. with my family tomorrow. <laughs> um, on Christmas Eve? Um, oh, I don't know where I'm going to be. Yeah, who knows? Ramsey, let's oh, get I, into this. I'm you want to start? Yeah. Actually, didn't do that on purpose, but I feel like it works. So uh, this is my number five most played, and Mm -hmm. uh, it makes sense because, like, only in the last couple months, uh, I've been going through a Jonathan Richmond phase. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so this is from his band's first album. Originally, it was just The Modern Lovers. This is a song called Roadrunner. So this is... uh, from 1976. Okay. Your favorite era. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe I do love it. Uh, so, Jonathan Richmond, are you familiar yep. at all other than me talking about him? No, only from you talking about him. Okay. Um, for those of you who are completely unfamiliar with him, if you've seen There's Something About Mary and you remember 
a guy singing a song in a tree. This is Jonathan Richmond. Great. He, uh, as a young lad, fell in love with the Velvet Underground and just start started kind of following them around. Uh, and then eventually, what, the guitarist taught him how to play guitar. All right. And uh, then he recorded a bunch of like demos and stuff. And this is, I think, might be with John Cale recording him from the Velvet Underground. Okay. I like uh, this. This. What's? Yeah. What's the, I would know. What's a modern lover song? I would know. Well, if you don't know this one, I'm afraid you might not. What? I feel this, like. Hold on. I will tell you that the Guardian ranked this as number 269 of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Okay. Well, now I'm looking on their Spotify page, and I think you're right because none of this looks familiar to me. But I could, if you had done like Heather, do you know? The band The Modern Lovers? I feel like I would have said yes, but I think that's not true. <laughs> uh, this logo is kind of iconic. You may have seen... Never seen it in my life. Then I don't... Maybe you just know the I phrase be Modern just, Lover. I Or I'm conflating it with something else. I don't yeah. know. Don't uh, know. My, my favorite fact about this song, um, Jonathan Richmond is from Massachusetts, and uh-huh. like that, that comes up frequently in his music. Uh, As it in, does with anyone from Massachusetts. Go on. Fair enough. Uh, in 2013, uh, a state representative tried to pass legislation to get this name the official rock song of Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, What's the song about? I believe the Roadrunner is a car. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm not 100% sure. That's fine. I'm only 50% sure about anything I ever say on this show. <laughs> I think that's right. Um, but Jonathan Richmond himself... I'm reading from the Wikipedia, came out against this saying, I don't think the song is good enough to be a Massachusetts song of any kind. Humble. Yep. Or really holds Massachusetts in very high regard. It could be either of those, to be perfectly honest. I really, I don't know the answer. Um, He is somebody who, like, he won't play old songs. If you see him live, he basically never makes a set list. He just plays whatever he's feeling. And, uh... (laughs) I hate that. So uh, I think he very rarely dips into anything further back than 10 years. Maybe I really don't like that. Um, but that's because I exclusively listen to music from like 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, that's not but You know, kind of true. <laughs> I do love an album show. Like when a band's playing a full album front to, sure. you know, front to back. That's fun. So he does the opposite of that. Great. Yes. Yep. You're listening to him on shuffle when you see him live. I mean, I obviously like. Don't, I don't know most set lists going into a show, but I just right. I think I don't like the idea that he doesn't play old stuff. I think that's fair. Like, there's always some classic that you want to hear. Always. Okay. I'm up next. Big finish. Um, so up next is a band that I introduced Ramsey to that he loves. Oh, a, then, a rarity. So it's Origami Angel. Yeah, there's, uh, the one, there's only one. Yep. It's Origami Angel. Uh, this is off their album that came out this year. Was that this year? Yeah. Wow. It's been a long year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the title track, Neutrogena Spectre. Uh... I love it. I've still never seen this band. 
maybe maybe someday i will they are going on tour with the wonder years i will see them on that tour wait i thought this was on gummy game Oh, you know what? I'm playing it off the EP, it must be. Wait, but that uh, means the EP version was the most played on my playlist, which are on my Spotify wrapped. Weird. No, it's not weird. I listen to that EP a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yes, you're totally right. My brain just read it and didn't process that. Yeah, I. Uh, so that means this is my top five most played song, and I played it. It actually should probably be higher then. Right. I mean, maybe. I don't know how Spotify... Like, would it be tracking that it's the same song, but oh, on an that's EP interesting. versus... I don't know. Yeah. Because when I click through, it's just the EP that has two songs on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I did listen to it a lot when that EP came out, so... Was this in advance of the album, perhaps? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. So... I don't know. Yeah. Either it is combining them together, or it should probably be higher because this ranking is also not accounting for the album plays. I wonder. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I'll never know. <laughs> love it. Yeah, that's. This is. Uh, I love this band. I've listened to this album. I've heard this song before as a result. Yep. It's this breakdown. So good. Yeah, initially, if you go back and listen to our Origami Angel episode, this is something I didn't like about that first song, but it's definitely... Do you love it now? I don't know if I'd love it, but it's definitely something that's grown on me. Okay, fine. But it might be a Stockholm Syndrome. Maybe. Um, But yeah, they're going on tour this spring with Spanish Love Songs and the Wonder Years, so you bet your ass it will be at those shows. You might even... It's a big... Big Heather energy on that tour. <laughs> uh, if they're nearby, you might even catch Ramsey at one. They will be playing two shows in New York City. Have you heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stuck up out of earplugs now. <laughs> I think it's at Webster Hall. Mm. Ramsey, you're up next. Hey, here's a song that just got stuck in my head. What year did this one come out, Ramsey? <laughs> uh, let me Google that. I think we're a decade further. Is this the 80s or the 60s? You mean? I, I, I think it's the 80s. Interesting. I would have guessed this was a late 70s. I don't know why I would have guessed this is a 70s song. I guess it does feel a little more 80s. It's good. That Rickenbacker guitar. 1990, this came out. Your favorite decade. But it's made, I, it's made to feel older. That's why. REM kind of uses this sound, too. Yes. I fully agree. I also love this song. This, Did we talk about this song on the playlist on the podcast? Uh, it might have come up at some point. Because I exclusively associate this song with Gil- the pilot episode of Gilmore Girls. This did come up at some point. I don't remember the context now. But yeah, I do remember you saying Granted, that. We also talked about it in a car, which that was not recorded. So sometimes That's I, correct. So, now I know how it, Chris and Andy feel over on The Watch. They were just talking about how they don't like to have conversations off the pod. Uh, yeah, there's, um, a, there's another song that's going to come up later that we also definitely talked about on that same car ride. I think it was in that car. Um, but yeah, I exclusively associate this with the pilot episode of Gilmore Girls, and I really like it. This is this is a perfect song, and uh, for a perfect show. <laughs> that's that's what I, how I was going to finish that sentence. Yeah, someday I'll watch it. Ooh, it's the best show. You will not love it. You'll- <laughs> 
actually think you would like it. I think I would like love it. it. Yeah. Uh, you can talk about the song. I'll stop talking about Gilmore Girls. Oh, I don't believe you, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Just like the trail mix. <laughs> Fool me once. <laughs> um, I I don't know a ton about this. I do know that uh, when I was like just googling, like what else did mm-hmm. this band do? Uh, turns out nothing. They did one album, and they were just apparently like the the band boss, the leader of the band, was such a perfectionist that he just yes, kind of felt the band boss. <laughs> I couldn't think of a better term. Band uh, leader, go on. Thank you. Uh, he basically just felt like they never got it right, and they kept remixing. There's like four different mixes of this album that you can find. The real uh, Paul McCartney. There you go. Yep. The band boss. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, this song rules. There's some theories that it's about heroin. Uh, cause Maybe. there's the, the line about like going something through my veins kind of thing. I don't mm. think it is, but whatever. It's still a beautiful song either way. I agree. I can't talk about it anymore because it's your turn. I'm taking a hard right turn. I've covered the song on the playlist or on the podcast. Oh. I didn't get it's it been, from the bass. It's been everywhere. It's Paramore. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a top song of the year in my opinion. It's great. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo, good for you. What? Um, I thought this was by Haley Williams. How dare you? <laughs> um, It's great i mean i listened to this album so much when it came out but this is definitely the song i've kept listening to it's great this one really stayed with me for the whole year and it clearly shows since it was my number four most played song of the whole year do you i think this is something universal about the culture now that like just nothing sticks around as long anymore I do agree. I can't believe this was this year. I know. Was it the spring? In my gu- in my head, I would guess that this album came out in March. I think it was May or June. Well, yeah, that's fair. Let's see. It came out. Wow. May 21st. You nailed it. Maybe. Well, also... We have to qualify that I was on TikTok, so I was also standing a driver's license. Okay, yes. But yeah, you're right, the album... Yeah, like... It and was, I actually it had like a the whole album more. Exactly. I like the whole album more than I like driver's license. Right. Yeah, now everybody's just talking about fancy like Applebee's. I hate that song. <laughs> um, oh, wait, sorry. The people also ask for Olivia Rodrigo Sour are, what is Olivia Rodrigo's best song? Subjective. Sure. Uh, how do I get Olivia Rodrigo Sour Patch? Did she do a candy? That would make sense. That would and make then sense. is Olivia Rodrigo Taylor Swift's daughter? What? What? Don't know. I Literally, mean, I, that is a top asked question. I guess I can hear it in the voice, but like, then you have. Oh, wow. That's very funny. They're 13 years apart. Yeah, that so is, good. I love this song. That is such a middle schooler Google. <laughs> yeah, is Taylor Swift Olivia Rodrigo's mom? Uh, where's their Where's her candy? <laughs> ah! <laughs> I forgot what the first one. Oh, what's the best song from the Candy Lady? Yeah. 
Fucking Christ. That's a good song. This is a good song, and I like it. It is. Um, we recorded Solid our... Ending. Oh, I forgot that was the end. Mm-hmm. We recorded what? <laughs> we recorded that episode before the controversy, and I was just going to ask mm-hmm. where you came down on it. I think we're doing... It's a slippery slope. Okay, fair enough. Well, it's a slippery slope. I sent you a... <laughs> 30 minute video about it at some point I that did I watch think, it I did I did a good job with that mm. uh, this is Ted Hawkins when was this recorded uh, I don't know exactly when this was recorded but sometime this album came out in 1980 and it, this came out sometime before that this song so the, the 70s <laughs> I'm gonna say probably earlier um, oh okay this dude Ted Hawkins has a weird story where basically born in the 1930s uh over here in America, he was just like a street musician for a while, and like he gets, I'm putting in quotes, discovered many times over the years. Just like sure. people like, oh man, I'm going to record you. Um, and either sometimes the songs come out, sometimes the songs don't, and it just never works for him. He has several mental breakdowns in the time in that time period. Uh, at some point, he goes overseas and mm-hmm. is kind of a hit in England and Europe, doing the same thing. Um, and then doesn't really take off here until the 80s and 90s where he albums finally start coming out but he's in a I believe a mental facility when when the albums first start coming out sad it's a crazy story I uh only briefly skimmed his Wikipedia in advance of me putting the song on the playlist that I mean that's a whatever you like the song that was the whole goal but yeah that's Mm -hmm. a crazy backstory yeah, this ended up on a uh, friend of the show, John Flansburg, from the Maybe Giants' uh, radio show. He played the song. Yes. Close personal uh, friend of the show. Yep. Thank you. I, I like that you always follow that up for my benefit each time. Yes. He's our close personal friend. That's right. That's right. He did let me talk to him for a long time about Travis Barker, which only my real friends will do, to be honest. And, and he, he hung around for a while after we were done. God. Yeah. What a delight. Very nice. A, a literal angel human <laughs> try and get us to say something bad about john flansburg Honestly, it won't happen no i don't i don't even listen to his band and i can't say anything bad what a nice guy this, this is what you get in the behind the scenes of the patreon over here <laughs> um okay we have covered charlie adams on the show i love her i think she is deeply deeply underrated we're trying to get and her to everyone get her to should bump. listen to her. Yeah, I really am. Uh, this song is called "Get High with My Friends," which I don't think is the one we covered. It's Maybe a not. bop. I don't support the activity described, but I like this. But here's song. the thing: she says she wants to get dance and dance and get high with her friends. Maybe that could be high on life if you're just having a great time dancing with your friends. I just I don't think it has to mean drugs. I don't like her friends, and I don't want to hang out mm. with them. Oh, okay, that's fine. Some you know, you, some people do just have shitty friends. <laughs> but this is like uh, just a pure fucking pop jam, and yeah, I get, love it so much. I'm getting some real Carly Rae vibes again. Yeah, which huge fan. So yeah. it's just so fun, and I really think everyone should listen to it. <laughs> I, th- I think I asked you this on the mini episode that we did about her, but uh, is she a TikTok person? How did you find her? No, uh, she did a song with Rust and Kelly. That's and right. that is how I found her. And then I just independently loved her outside of that song. 
I don't think I don't know if she's a Nashville person or not. I don't think so, but I actually have no idea. Okay. It's just that it's just a good pop song. That's all. Uh, I do remember that her album cover was really good. Well, I don't know. I can't remember it because now it's not. Oh yeah, it's the one that looks like. Um, it has all the all the text on the front. What? Uh, all the song names are on the front. I think. Oh okay. Um, in my brain, it, I feel like the album cover. She it looks kind of vintagey. Like um, this is just occurring to me now. We did an episode on that, but I forgot. It looks like um. What was the model that was like Andy Warhol's muse? But it looks like art of like her, like from like the factory era, like Andy oh, Warhol stuff. Naomi Campbell's. I fucking hate <laughs> you. <laughs> I hate you. No, that was a good one. You can't. So bad. <laughs> what is this song? Oh, this is Girl Pool. Mm-hmm great band name if you ask me it is a good band name yeah this is this is from the last 10 years i'll say it, it is <laughs> uh i don't think this band existed before the last 10 years <laughs> this is a cover of a song by radiator oh. hospital oh okay which is not i was gonna say did you pick an old song that was just a cover <laughs> no 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 that's yeah. funny uh I think Radiator Hospital is from the 90s. I'm actually not sure. That sounds right to me. Or or even earlier, later, I don't know. Well, I Hold accidentally up. just clicked hairdre- Hairdresser's Guide to Cutting Your Own Bags. That's not helpful. Uh, No, they're later. Radiator 20- Hospital is like a current band. 2014, their version of the song, their original came out. Yeah, this makes sense because in my head I was associating them with like, um, like Waxahachie mm. for some reason. Don't I don't know. I have obviously done no research, but in my head I kind of associate them with like that music. It has a similar sound, same vibe, I think. Yeah, I just like the song. It's a nice. Do you like the original? I haven't listened to it actually. Okay. I like the harmonies on this. Uh, I say that like I have listened to the original and that the original doesn't have those harmonies, but I it's don't. It's got shit ass harmonies <laughs> on. <laughs> they just it's eight people and they all sing the exact same note. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of a argument relationshipy song. Okay. Um, and it's basically like you are always lying to me down to like you said you're gonna cut your bangs and you never did and like it's always just the little things that you lie to me about and how long are this person's bangs Uh, I picture like a a muppet with just like a cousin it yeah or more like like nose length like you can still see their mouth but zero eyes okay like a shaggy dog yeah And I think this this duo, this band, can find a better partner. They're both dating this this oh, person in this scenario. I understand. I yeah. understand. My brain was not catching up there. Um, oh, because I said something insane. That's why. Sure. 
We've absolutely covered this song. We have covered this artist in depth. It's Machine Gun Kelly, but I couldn't lie. This was like, this was probably my top played song last year. Actually, I can easily figure this out. Um, this does sound no, familiar. It was, it was my third number two, my third most played song last year. It was my two, number two played song this year, which is so aggressive. <laughs> Rising up the charts is Machine Gun Kelly. Like, what is wrong with my brain? Honestly, that's more his fault for not putting out more music for you to listen to obsessively. Oh, yeah, because I don't listen to anything except this album. Like, I don't listen to anything before this album. Ugh. (laughs) Oh, that's right, because he was like hip-hop, you told me. Yeah, he was a rapper. He's on Bad Boy. I don't know what that is. Puff Daddy's record label. Oh... Um, yeah, this, that is insane. Like, I somehow listened to, I listened to it so much last year and listened to it more yeah. this year. Is, that is dark. Is Bad Boy Records supposed to sound tough? It sounds like the opposite to me. Yeah, it's, it sounds ni- like, it's, ni- it's 90s tough, to be fair. It sounds like what Dennis the Menace would call his record label. Yeah, this is, uh... We're some bad boys over here with me and my slingshot. That's right. I guess. Uh, that's all. This song is great. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I love it. I won't apologize for it. Has he... Have you seen him live yet? No, it sold out in two seconds. That's right. And I refuse to pay over face value by very much... Uh, only if you're comfortable answering this question, who is the person you've paid the most to see in concert? Oh. Is there anybody that you went, like, crazy for that you had be- because it was, like, a rare chance or something? Oh, Rage Against the Machine, but I haven't even gone to oh. that show yet. Those tickets were very expensive. I remember um, that. Is it it's get rescheduled? Are they yeah, it, it? it's uh, summer of 2022, I think. That is probably the most I've ever paid for a non-festival ticket. I don't remember okay. how much it was, but it was over $100 for like a single ticket, I'm pretty sure. Outrageously expensive, but... <laughs> well, that band is loves capitalism, so... Big fans. Big, yep. big fans. They actually, like, posted something about it. Like, basically it's like, they're playing at fucking MSG. Like, they only have so much control over ticket prices. Right. Um, what can you do? Yeah, that's probably the most I've ever spent. And then after that, probably Blink-182. Okay. Just because same thing. They're playing these huge venues that it's just fucking expensive. Like, I saw them at Barclays and PNC in Jersey, and those are just, they're just expensive shows. Yeah, it's Machine Gun Kelly. That's there he is, the one and only <laughs> Pete Davidson's friend. Yeah, close personal friend, actually. All right. Well, this is the Pretenders. Same vibe as the Laws song. You're right. Uh, it really is. This is a cover of a song by the Kinks, and I only recently learned that this was a cover. Uh, I just this is another earworm. I can see it. Yeah, this part in particular gets stuck in my head all the time. So I just keep listening to it to try and get it out of my brain. And 
despite the fact that I've learned it's a cover, I have not listened to the original Kinks song, even though I like the Kinks. That's weird to me now that I say this out loud. So that's like me on this podcast. I say things out loud and I'm like, I don't, this doesn't make any sense. Why would yeah. I do that? Like how I believe we've like had bands that you absolutely love their albums and that you've just never listened to anything else by them. <laughs> yeah. Which happens when, regularly. Yeah. And I always think that's weird, but here I am. feel like you're going to after the show. I probably will. Yeah, it sounds right. I, j- I don't like the band name Radiator Hospital. I think that's part of the reason I've never went to see if I like oh, the original any better. Yeah. yeah. Yet, I like Neutral well, Milk Hotel. What's wrong with that? Because to be fair, it sounds, it sounds like an emo band. Oh, it does. Also, like that, that building's going to be really hot. I don't want to go in there. Radiator Hospital? I was watching a show about... Um, uh, an abandoned hospital in like maybe on Ellis Island or something like some New York City island and about how um, oh that was on the Nightmare Channel right <laughs> uh, just about how it had giant windows because they couldn't regulate the heat but also because they needed it to be warm but have airflow oh for you know germs yep that's all end of story I remember nothing else was this a full documentary about this hospital I don't know. My, whenever I go home, my dad just watches the History Channel, uh, so it's whatever. If it's not the Curse of Oak Island, it's some history of some other horse shit. Now I got it. I don't think I'm going to be honest. I don't think there's any treasure on Oak Island, but just just me. There's like 19 seasons of that show. Give them time; they'll find it. They've literally only found like fucking sticks. They found nothing <laughs> on this damn island. I don't even know if it's cursed. I think these people are just idiots. How are they stretching it out then? I don't know. Because wow. they literally find a stick and they're like, this stick is old. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's the stupidest show I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it's, that sounds crazy. My mom and I just make fun of my dad because we hate it. Anyways, <laughs> this is my number one most played song. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it is the band Camino. Okay. I don't know if we've covered them on this show. This I don't is think we uh, have. this is not music I listen to with other people. Uh, except friend of the show, Katie Davy, is who played me this song, and the chorus is insane, and it's why I love it. I think you've played this for me. Probably. I think in that car. Yeah, because okay, the song's insane. Um. The chorus is huge. Love a big chorus. Yeah, that's a big chorus. But the thing that really got me the first time I listened to it is he is how he says the word Montreal. Please listen when we get to the chorus again. I find it hysterical. (laughs) It does not mean I like this song ironically. I genuinely like this song, but it does not make it any less funny to me. I get it. I I just clicked over to Spotify and I'm shocked to learn that it is the band Camino is the full yes. name of the band. Yes. Yes. Here you go. Why <laughs> okay. is it like that? <laughs> well, I mean, he, he, he got stuck in a chemical. Like he, well, he had to follow the pattern. And you know, I love geographical specificity. Are, are they connected to, are they from Canada at all? Or from Tennessee? Well, you got to, 
a but they three were drunk, syllable rhyme. But they were drunk in Montreal, so you know. Um, yeah, it is the full band name is the band Camino. I just want to point out I was not expecting this, this guitar break, solo. This, yeah. Into uh, this. <laughs> this yeah, song this is, is insane. I uh, love it. Camino is the name of the planet in uh, Star Wars Episode Two: The Attack of the Clones. Just feel like I need to say that. Didn't know that, certainly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's spelled with a K, though. Uh, uh, there's the El Camino's a car, right? Yeah. This is the band Camino. He doesn't know why you love the color yellow, but you hate the song y- Yellow. Like. Is this referencing a Coldplay song I think and so. yelling Montreal? This song is insane. <laughs> Why did I listen to it so many times? Yeah. I someone needs to do a wellness check on me. <laughs> Probably it my is, therapist. <laughs> it is a song that feels like it can very easily be looped. Like, Woo! yeah, because it, it, it could have just hard. started over there, and I wouldn't mm-hmm. have noticed, to be yep. honest. Anyways, and like that it, was my most played song of 2020. It's a, it's a high energy. You want to keep it, it going. Woo! <laughs> See how hype I am right now? Yeah. About my dr- me- about my mental instability? <laughs> I like that your number one song is that dance banger, and mine is Stop Your Sobbing. <laughs> oh, the tables have turned on this podcast. Oh, boy. A pe- peppy little number. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, that's it. Any, you want to make any predictions for 2022? Okay, well, I will probably have a Machine Gun Kelly song on my top plate of the year. I like this. Ideally, it's not Bloody Valentine again. Uh, I think I'm going to double down and have nothing later than 1963 on mine. Ooh, late. Oh, I mean, early. Sorry, my brain (laughs) did the opposite of what I meant it to. Um, I think our patrons will continue to be the best in 2022. I don't see how they could do anything else because they are very good. It's true. I agree. I was uh, just at the Patreon lounge hanging out <laughs> with uh, the Chapo boys and uh, a bunch of QAnon people I don't associate with, but they're there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> they all agreed that we have the best patrons in That's Patreon true. history. That is true. <laughs> Love that for us. <laughs> I think that's it. Everyone. Hope you had a great year. Hope next year is even better. Thanks for being here with us. Until next year. Bye. Bye.